0: want us to be proud and violent to show them that you are serious about them.
1: That song, of course, uh, very poignantly released after the hashtag Fees Fall movement uh, done by Tandi Mazwai interpreting a uh, Letambulu song. And um, my producer, Lebo musso was just telling me of an interview he saw of uh, Letambulu uh, explaining why, because she's the one who did the song originally, explaining why the song was done and what stones meant to the youth of the time uh, in terms of survival and a fight against a repressive regime. That song called Jigijela from Tandi Swamazwai from uh, her Bellette album. At 25 past 11, we're going to New York now where the Human Sciences Research Council is hosting an exhibition titled Hashtag, um, uh, sorry, titled Aftermath of the Hashtag Fees Must Fall uh, Movement, uh, the Photo Voice Project and also the launch of a book called Hashtag Fees Must Fall and its aftermath violence, well-being and the student movement in South Africa. All of this is taking place at the U- New York University. And uh, the book documents the experiences of violence and uh, well-being of 35 former student activists from a range of South African universities. It was developed through the research method of a rapid photo voice, and uh, it reflects the students' reflections on their experiences and is presented in 13 themed chapters. So let's, uh, we decided to, uh, you know, uh, f- let's find out why it was even done in the U.S. We're joined on the line by Professor debohomoja Moja, who is a professor of higher education policy at the New York University, and uh, he hails from uh, South Africa. Uh, I'm sorry, it, it turns out not. Um, uh, is it? Is it? Okay, I reflect. I uh, I, I correct myself. It is Professor Tebu Omoja, who is a professor of higher education and, pol- and policy at the New York University. He hails from South Africa. Also, it is Professor Terry Losher, the research director of the Human Sciences Research uh, Council, and I uh, hesitate there because I was just told we also have Dr. Ramuhezi Mure, who is a co principal investigator of the PhotoVoice Research Project at the University of Venda. Uh, I don't know what time it is in New York, but good day uh, to everybody who joins me on the line. So let's start with you, uh, Professor uh, Morja, in uh, the, the US. How did this research project come about or even get started? Good, good morning from South Africa.
2: Good morning. It's morning in New York, too. It's 5.30 a.m. The sun is not out yet, mm-hmm. but uh, we are up and about and uh, happy to chat to South Africans at this point in time. And uh, as you mentioned, I'm joined by esteemed colleagues, Tere Lucia and Guillermo uh, More, who were key to actually this project. I'm hosting it as a partner in the whole project. But they're the ones that are, are really central to conducting the research and doing the work. So I'm going to defer to Kiamu to sort of talk about how the project actually started. Good morning, Thank uh, you very
1: Dr. Well. Kiamu.
3: Good morning, with, uh, good morning, KG, and good morning to the listeners. How the project started. The- well, the 2015-2016 uh, student movement was was key to starting to the starting of the project. And in between, myself, I was a at the University of Malaga doing research on the culture of violence as a mechanism to solving problems with authority. Whereas uh, Professor Lucia was, as he's working with the Human Sciences Research Council he got funding from Professor Bada, who said that there's this thing happening in South Africa, the student movement, and we need to actually work on it. We need to to actually find out why students are, are actually uh, protesting and the, the violence also. And what came about was that since he was my co-supervisor, and he was also working with, at the uh, Human Sciences Research Council with Dr. Fadici, who is a well-being specialist, we thought that it is best to use all of our resources, you know, our inter- intellectual resources, to come together and start the project. And we chose well, we we chose photo sort of as a, a method because it because it is mainly participatory and emancipatory and focuses on giving those who are marginalised a voice. Uh, I'll give to Terry Lucia to actually also expand on this. Thank you very much.
1: Professor Lucia, so le- let's hear this even photo voice as a medium. What specifically it is, and how uh, you know you, you how it's being used, and why you chose to use it as a medium for the purposes of the book.
0: Thank you, KG, and good morning to your fellow listeners. Um, well, so photo voice is. Uh, very innovative way of doing research, whereby, um, in our case, um, when we wanted to work uh, with the students and student activists to understand the impact that violence on campus has on their well-being and their ability to learn and so on, whether that is violence that they themselves are engaging in, or whether there is the kind of violence that we've seen so much from security services violence from uh, uh, police, even, um, or other forms of violence that they are subjected to uh, in society. When when we thought about how can we work with the students around such a difficult topic, PhotoVoice offers itself as a way where, as researchers, um, we meet with groups of students at the same time, and we will ask them, rather than just to talk about their experiences, to reflect on them, bringing photos um, of their experiences. And those photos then usually uh, can act as a trigger. They can act as a way of um, being able to express some of these difficult uh, experiences. And in the process of working with the students, both collectively and individually, one-on-one, what the students then did is they elaborated little stories about why a particular photo that they chose that represents their uh, experience um, is a good representation, what it represents, uh, and so on. And so that's even the combination of the of the word of that method, photo voice, um, where that actually comes from. It is not uh, not a new method altogether. In fact, it goes back to the work that Paulo Freire was doing in the favelas in Brazil.
1: So, I mean, why then do you go to New York uh, to launch the exhibition? Uh, somebody can easily say, look, the issues of the hashtag Fees Must Fall movement remain poignant and pivotal, particularly to South African students who started the hashtag Fees Must Fall movement. I mean, v- virtually every year uh, the issues get revisited in higher institutions of learning in South Africa. So why go to New York? Why not highlight this issue here, Professor Moja? Okay,
2: thank you. I think I should start by reminding us that we live in an interconnected world. So what we do on one side needs to be known on the other side. We don't need to repeat the same mistakes all over the world or so. And also just to add that... um, This is not the first exhibition that has been put together uh, relating to this topic. The exhibition has um, been on in South Africa. Stellenbosch University has hosted it. University of Pretoria has hosted it. It has gone to Botswana and now it's in New York. And other people have seen the exhibition online as well. So bringing it to New York, is just connecting the dots again across continents because we are concerned also in the US about students' well being. So we need to understand it from the South African perspective and in this context, in the context of violence. Remember, we had uh, Black Lives Matter, we had the protest in the US as well. So, what the book offers. It offers uh, lessons that can be used in other contexts as well, so using this uh, exhibition opens up the debate and the discussions about the aftermath of a violent protest, The, the protests in the US were also violent.
1: Perhaps I could also add, is there a particular significance to running the current New York exhibition uh, during, uh, you know, Freedom Month in South Africa, using the the month of uh, freedom in South Africa to launch this book and run this exhibition in uh, New York?
2: Okay, on that one, this was a very nice coincidence, actually. We didn't pick the month based on it being the Freedom Month we coupled this with a conference that was happening, the conference that was uh, being hosted by NAFSA, the Association of International Educators in uh, Boston. So because of that, we said, if people are traveling to this conference and are going to be there, this would be a, a good opportunity to bring along the exhibition, and then we host the exhibition in New York. So it had nothing to do directly with targeting April as the month for that. So nice coincidence, but fits well. There's a reason why some things converge. Thank you.
1: So, uh, Prof. Losha, let me bring you back in. What are the prominent themes uh, that are going to be exhibited? Uh,
0: Thank you. Thank you, KG. Uh, There are... um, so what happened is that the photos the collection of the photos and the photo stories um, that uh, the students from the five universities that we that we uh, visited in the course of uh, 2019 and 2020 that they put together um, uh, we we put them into themes so that it did, that it becomes more easy um, to connect the dots so that it becomes more easy when one visits the, the exhibition to understand how um, uh, these experiences of the students are connected. The main main themes actually are, of course, uh, uh, violence. uh, And the the second main theme is well-being. But then they are uh, connected themes to that. There is, for example, a theme that we are calling oppressive spaces. And oppressive spaces will deal with the campus environment, our um, students perceive it um, to be uh, oppressive with certain things, like it was uh, um, at UCT, the Rhodes statue being perceived as a, a, a commemorating an oppressor, and with that, um, the sense of that this space is not mine, this is not a space that was created for me, this is uh, 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 Commemorating somebody um, who who never wanted me to be at this institution, mm. and so um, uh, that is an important theme, of course, because it's one of the reasons why students uh, protested not only uh, at UCT, of course, but in many uh, many other spaces as well. In University of the Free Free State, uh, uh, the stain statue was removed uh, hush hush during the. Uh, COVID lockdown and so on, also after mm. after years of protest and so on. Um, there are other, like safe spaces, for example, what students perceived as being spaces uh, where they can regain their well-being, where they can celebrate uh, with each other um, uh, uh, their humanity, uh, where they can celebrate um, uh, even if there was, for example, a, a, a victory um a, a positive response or so, uh, regain um, their strength and, and 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 their camaraderie and so on. Uh, altogether, the book has got more. Uh, the the book that we are also uh, launching now uh, for the uh, for the first time outside of the country also has got a, a few more um, themes that it deals with. But certainly, The main themes are around oppressive spaces, safe spaces. It's around fear. It's about well-being and violence.
1: Let's hear your contribution to the themes. Uh, you know, as uh, the book was uh, being plotted, Dr. Giamukhet seeing you are uh, a co-principal investigator of the Photo Voice Research Project, but coming from the University of Venda, which themes did you feel most important to be included in the book ultimately? Well, KG, our
3: contribution... Particularly as as uh, the drivers of this project, to summarise it, we're, were were minimal. We what we did was to ask uh, the student activists to take the photos, and we just put them into into things with the help of a, a curator. So basically, we just developed the thing which. It was the students, because after each and every exhibition at the campus what happened was we would have a mini exhibition so that the students themselves would see what is happening and then we just, you know, they all fell into place, into place and we as a, as a research team took back whatever we did, the theme, the sematized uh, photos to the student activists for verification because As we said, that this process, the research itself, is participatory and empowering with the aim of giving the activists a voice. So this whole process was also directed by them. We played a role, but our role was minimal, particularly with the uh, output, how the output needed to be. Thank you very much, KG.
1: We have a, a question from uh, one of our listeners, Brian Mabaye in, in Soweto, and any one of you uh, panelists can answer it. Hi, KG. About the Fees Must Fall movement, did they first engage with those students first, the ones who were activists, uh, to be part of the exhibition in New York, to tell their side of, of the story? Or was it just theory theory? of the event of the Fisma Must Fall movement, Brian Mabaye in Soweto. Any one of you panelists can respond to that question.
2: Terry, why don't you take that one?
0: Yes, Um. thank you so much. Thank you to Brian. That is a, a great question. When when we um having the exhibition in uh, South Africa, and we've had it now on several university campuses already. Prof. Mocha mentioned it was at Stellenbosch and Pretoria. It was also at Wits at UCT, UKZN, Nelson Mandela University and so forth. Um, We always had um, not only local student leaders and the SRCs from the present uh, 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 groups of student leaders present, but also we would have um, uh, student activists from the fees must fall, uh, 2015, 2016 years present, as well as of course we would also um, uh, bring uh, those who were involved uh, in the Photo Voice project. In this case, now um, being hosted by the uh, Professor Debocha moja at NYU at New York University, she has got a, a whole cohort of. Um, student affairs practitioners in the making. So the international program that uh, Professor Moja has um, uh, is a pro- is a program, an academic program in higher education, um, uh, student affairs for those who want to become student affairs practitioners. And it is targeted towards them in this particular case, for them to be able to connect the dots. So a, 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 perhaps a Bigger um, focus at this exhibition than it has been in previous one is around working um, with student affairs practitioners to understand the implications that violence has for um, student well-being, to alert them, of course, towards ways of trying to resolve student concerns before there's a need for protesting and also ways of how to engage with students and student activists if they have been um, subject to violence, if they've uh, either become perpetrators, observers, or even victims of violence. How, How now as a student affairs counselor, for example, one has to engage and one can help a student to regain the sense of well-being so as to be able to focus on learning again. Students do not engage in protests just for willy-nilly, just because it's fun to, uh, uh, to protest. Students are students who want to learn. They are at the university to get a future, um, to, uh, to get a profession, to get a degree, um, so as to be able to contribute to, the so- to society, to have their own careers and so forth. And so it, the, the, the focus for us has always been In making sure that that message comes across, that um, student well-being as a precondition for learning, um, and uh, our other colleague, Dr. Angelina Wilson-Fadici, would be able to elaborate on that uh, uh, very well, but student well-being is a precondition to learning, and so that is the focus here, less so the activism itself. Yeah. Thank you, KG. Uh, what,
1: what May I add another yes. line? Yes, uh, doc, uh, Dr. Moja, but I also wanted to, as you add another line, to uh, respond to, you know, the, the question around what the response is from Student Affairs uh, to the program, from Student Affairs uh, practitioners at, at NYU, uh, through you, who is Professor of uh, Higher Education Policy at NYU, what the response has been to the exhibition?
2: Okay, the exhibition opens today, so we'll know the response uh, later today or so. So we're preparing for it now. But uh, the line that I wanted to add, because I like the question that was asked, is this all theoretical or not? Mm. It's not just theoretical. We are trying to bridge through the exhibition uh, the whole world of theory and practice. So we want uh, professionals to see the exhibition, understand it, engage with it, and deal with how to address issues of, um, uh, how to address the impact of that violence on students. So accompany the exhibition, the launch of the book. There's also a manual that has been produced It's a manual that is produced for student affairs and services professionals in helping them on how to address that. So bringing theory to practice in that sense. So I'm looking at the audience on my side in New York. So as uh, student affairs uh, professionals in training, who would look at the exhibition, look at the manual and put that into practice with what they do, and also produce more work based on it that can be shared with others. As you know, we also have a Journal of Student Affairs in Africa that uh, Dr. Lucia and I are co-editing as well. We want to see more publications in that based on what people do and learning from one another all over the world. Thank you.
1: Thank you for all of your time and for waking up early in New York to have this conversation with me. Good luck uh, for the beginning of the exhibition tonight. We appreciate so much your time. Professor Debuhomoja, who is Professor of Higher Education Policy at N- NYU, Professor Terry Lucia, Research Director at the Human Sciences Research uh, Council, Dr. Guillermo Tzuimure, Co-Principal Investigator of the Photo Voice Research Project. At the University of Venda, that's our time today. The book reading is *Bacherabasoto* by Lisa Monama Keep it SFM at all time. The book, by the way, will be read by Karabokholeng later on. The full circle with Bridget Masinga and uh, beyond the headline with uh, Aldrin Sampierre. And in not too long a time, update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. It's eleven forty nine.